If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. I'm sure you've heard that a million times, and that's why we all know to be a bit wary on the internet. Keep your guard up, right? But that's just the thing. DealDash has been advertised for years, and they're one of the longest running online auction sites around, having been founded all the way back in 2009. Seriously, I remember flipping through channels as a kid and coming across their loud commercials. And even then, something felt a bit off about the site, but unless you know how they operate offhand, it can be hard to pinpoint why. Plus, there are scams and MLMs that have been around a lot longer than DealDash, so their ads and history, you know, don't make them by default a scam. It seems on the surface, they're pretty legitimate. And you would also think that if they're so problematic, bad, or have some trick up their sleeve, we'd be more aware of it by now. Instead, DealDash always has something, from furniture to electronics to eye cream to kids' raincoats, up for auction at their site, and they're always at super dirt cheap prices, like practically unbelievable. And yes, you really can get those items for a fraction of the cost. Tens of thousands of customer reviews put them at a 4.3 out of five-star review on the Apple Store, with the Google Play Store and SiteJabber all having similar results. While many positive reviews say that they enjoy the process of DealDash, I think this review was one of the most telling. Quote, it's an ingenious business model. I joined on July 5th, 2023, and have won 33 auctions, including a couple of big ticket items. One of those big items for dirt cheap, just dumb luck, I don't have unlimited funds and I don't have unlimited time, but I learned quickly, one, only bid on items that I want, two, who the heavy bidders are and stay away from them, Three, understand how much I'm willing to lose. For me, it's no different than buying lottery tickets and never winning, kiss that money goodbye, or going to a casino. And this sounds about right, because this review makes it kind of sound like it's online gambling. You place your bets and you might get a really cool prize, but there's really no guarantee. And if you're outbid, then you've wasted that betting money. And sure, someone has to win, but the same could be said for the lottery. And think about anyone who you know who does those little like scratch off things, How many tickets do they buy before they get a winning one? It's kind of the same concept. Unfortunately, while this is the basics of DealDash, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes here. Not only with DealDash, but other penny auction sites too. And that's what we're gonna look at on today's episode of The Corporate Casket. I got this mountain bike for only $11. Can you actually win on DealDash? So I have decided to create another video, 370. I know we started in the 400s, so we actually lost bits. That's all right, I guess. Hey, at least we won a thing. So how does DealDash work? All auctions start at $0.00 and and have no minimum reserve prices. Each bid placed adds one penny to the auction price and resets the countdown timer to 10 seconds. If no new bids are placed in the next bids can be purchased with any major credit card, debit card, or PayPal and cost up to 20 cents each. Be sure to check in regularly. In their own advertising, DealDash makes their process sound pretty easy. There's a timer, you bid bit by bit, and the winner pays the final price. And if you didn't win, but you really still want it, maybe you totally had your heart set on it, then you can pay the retail price. Choosing this route also gives you your bidding money back. In that way, DealDash is a fantastic advertiser. However, their process isn't exactly as simple as they make it seem. Even in the comments of that video alone, you can see some of the classic customer complaints. 
Everything is overpriced, people overbid, and the majority of items are junk, like phone cases and cheap makeup. While no one here is calling DealDash an outright scam, the way they work doesn't seem entirely above board. Hence why, according to Verified.org, they fall into the buyer beware category. Verified's article explains that the paying to bid even if you don't win aspect is what has people calling them an illegal lottery. Plus, so many of their advertisements emphasize how you can get huge discounts when this isn't totally true, at least not once you factor in how much money you'll actually spend bidding. Quote, Grant says he spent $5,923 buying 44,250 bids on DealDash's website in November and December 2016. He says he spent still more money on bids themselves, but lost most of the auctions. And unfortunately, he's not the only one. Yeah, let's confirm that. 370. I know we started in the 400s, so we actually lost bids. That's all right, I guess. Hey, at least we won a thing. So that is one win. We will be back again tomorrow to win some more. To summarize, Nick here placed over 200 bids on some incredibly overpriced towels. He won them, but then wanted his bids back and eventually ended up with less bids than he started with. As he simply put it, yeah, this is probably how the site makes its money. So I started looking into some of these claims and I found that Tina, or Truth in Advertising, actually started investigating them all the way back in 2013, at this point, quite literally over a decade ago. First and foremost, they managed to do what none of us could when these commercials came on screen. They read the fine print. They saw that Barbara, an actual customer who won a TV for less than $30, had to bid 414 times. Even if the bidding price only goes up a penny, even if you pay 60 cents per bid, then Barbara would have spent $248 on bids alone. Not that amazing dirt cheap price after all, even though that's what it says on paper. Tina did the math, so feel free to take a look at that and their article. In the end, Barbara and all those other winners like her probably paid quite a pretty penny on this auction site. So to try and simplify it a little more because this still confused me just for a hair. In Barbara, actual customer who won TV for less than $30 situation, there were 414 bids. And what they say is she had to bid 414 times. So again, even if it goes just up a penny, it's not like on eBay, right? Like if you do like a bid on eBay, right? And you bid $10, someone bids $12, then you come back and bid $15 and win. You didn't have to pay the $10 bid and the $15 bid, essentially paying $25 to win that $15 bid, if that makes sense. But that's what you have to do here. So if you bid a dollar, someone else bids $2 and you bid again for $3, it means that you paid a dollar and then you paid $3, which means you paid $4 to get the $3 winning bid. I hope that makes sense. Now, you might be thinking though, who cares? That's literally how the site works. Why are you surprised? Why does it matter? Well, DealDash wouldn't exist if they weren't making money and they make millions every year and good for them. That's not my issue. My issue here is the disclosure. Penny auction sites may be allowed to exist, but they can't promise something that simply isn't true. And DealDash promises people that they'll save money, and that's just not the case. Quote, A previous version of the terms on DealDash conceded that buyers are on an average unlikely to save money using the site. That section now states that DealDash may send special promotions, access to special auctions, and or free bids to those who have lost auctions. So the only thing you may get for the money you spend is a consolation prize. Sure, 
In that fine print, whether on the TV or on the site itself, DealDash admits that people on average will not save money using their site. But you sure wouldn't be able to tell that from their commercials. And that's why disclosure is so incredibly important. It's why those prescription drug commercials have a giant, lengthy, auctioneer voice disclaimer at the very end. Commercials will try to sell you something. That's literally the whole purpose. But disclosures are meant to be very clear and transparent about what you're actually getting yourself into. According to over 150 consumer complaints and Tina's investigation and the legal action that's being taken against them, that's not what Deal Dash did. Casinos, gambling, penny auctions, whatever it is, if there's a risk involved, then you need to be transparent. And that's all Tina and a whole host of other consumer complaints want from these types of companies. But that's apparently just too much to ask for. One 2017 lawsuit called DealDash out on these tactics, as well as referring to buyers and customers as winners. The winner doesn't truly win. They're still paying for a product after all. Effectively, one customer got a hefty discount on a product thanks to the dozens of other customers chipping in their own money. Kind of like inadvertent crowdfunding. All the losers put in five bucks, let's say that totals up to $200, and the winner gets a nice $200 discount, even less than that really, because DealDash always has to make something on that too. This lawsuit is the one that accused them of being a perverse lottery. It goes into the bid buddy function, one that allows bids to be automated, which means that no bidder can actually know if the live participants they're bidding against are even at their computer at the time. It's really not like an eBay bid or what you think when you hear the word auction at all. Seriously, picture one of those old school auction halls for a minute. Like if one of the bidders passed the auctioneer an envelope of cash and said, hey, I'm gonna go out for lunch. Can you pretend I'm still here? I think you'd be a little bit pissed, right? I mean, I would be. They're not a live bidder anymore. And that's what makes this whole gambling game a hell of a lot more complicated and really sketchy, honestly. NBC also reported on this lawsuit a few years back, stating that DealDash can actually make quite a bit of money from these bids. In the case of a $100 gift card, DealDash was estimated to have grossed almost $1,500, 15 times as much as the actual cost of the product. And that's just fucking crazy. A lot of their complaints do discuss this shady behavior too. Some consumers say that they thought they were signing up for a free account only to be charged $30. And this is actually quite a common one with multiple users saying that you should never give DealDash your account information because they will charge you right away for a bid package despite allegedly not making that as clear as it needs to be. As one complaint put it, quote, it is honestly pathetic if you believe that your lack of transparency is nothing more than DealDash banking on people not noticing the charge or just doing nothing to reverse it so they can profit. I will not be surprised and delighted when you are in the news about having to pay millions of fines because of this, you deserve it. Another from September, 2023 said that they ran into a ton of limits when they couldn't re-enter a bid, despite none of these situations being mentioned in their tutorials. Seriously, I had no idea it was even possible to be blocked from re-entering an auction until reading this complaint. It doesn't seem like DealDash is about to make that known to consumers. Otherwise it's even more of a pointless risk to bid on high sought after items. There are plenty of sites out there that charge you a subscription without you noticing it. It's a frustratingly common tactic and DealDash has proven themselves to be no different, honestly. However, while the bids and lack of transparency are the biggest issue that many have with DealDash, the complaints aren't only about spending money bidding, losing bids and losing money. It's also about what you're paying for too. 
The holidays are the busiest time of the year, so don't get stuck worrying about shipping orders. Let ShipStation do the heavy lifting so you or your team can put your time, money, and energy into more important things. Plus, when it comes to those inevitable holiday returns, ShipStation automates, recommends exchanges, and gathers customer feedback. Whether you're shipping from your home or multiple warehouses, ShipStation can increase your holiday profitability. ShipStation is offering a free trial so that you can test them out and make sure that you love them for you and your business. And setting up with ShipStation is super easy and super quick. So if you've ever been on the fence, now is the time to try ShipStation. ShipStation integrates effortlessly everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. And ShipStation can help you manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment every time, and automate delivery notifications. And you're gonna get shipping discounts up to 84% off of USPS and UPS rates. And did you know that over 130,000 companies have scaled their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation? And 98% of those companies that stick with ShipStation for a year have become customers for life. So this holiday season, let your customers shop risk-free with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CASKET today and sign up for your free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, code CASKET. We're gonna go for some small items first. Uh, if I like the item I get, or if I get any items, then I will either keep it if I like it, or turn it in for more bids, and then hopefully we're just gonna keep- Some people have insisted that the items on DealDash aren't genuine. Basically, instead of fancy luxury hand towels, they're just generic hand towels that Nick, the YouTuber that documented this process, bids so hard on. And not only are items supposedly not genuine, but they're overpriced too. Even if you do win a cool new TV, it may not actually be worth $1,000. You could probably find it cheaper at Target, allegedly, of course. To be clear, I don't wholly blame DealDash if they're comparing their deals to the market price. That's a pretty common practice. Pretty much everyone does that. Everyone has different prices. There's always a sale somewhere, right? But if these accusations are true, that they're inflating the price and or stocking low quality products, then that's a totally different story. NBC addressed this when they talked about the 2017 lawsuit, speaking again with the bidder Grant, who said that he won a travel bag by Bolvan Paris with a retail value of $2,900. I don't know if I said that right. Now, he claims to have spent $164 on the bag plus around $714 in bids. Quote, this Boulevant bag does not have a value or regular price of $2,900 as DealDash represents to consumers, nor is it even worth the approximately $878 that the plaintiff spent on it as a DealDash winner, the lawsuit contends. And don't get me wrong, Bolvant does make expensive travel bags and I'm not going to deny that. But the lawsuit claims that they're getting generic items cheaply made as opposed to the actual real deal. That Bolvant company, in fact, may not even be a luxury brand like you think it is. Consumer Reports actually had some very interesting and quite disturbing things to say about Bolvant and DealDash. You see, this company, which is sold for thousands of dollars on Amazon, doesn't seem to have offices anywhere. They don't have any retail outlets and no substantial purchases by retailers. Effectively, they exist only on the internet. And the primary place you can buy them is, well, you guessed it, DealDash. Yes, they have a website, but that's about it. They seem to exist solely to supply this penny auction house, which means how in the hell are these bags actually worth almost $3,000? 
who is setting that market rate other than DealDash themselves? But it gets worse than that because the more I dug, the more there was to find. It turns out this really isn't about one guy paying for a bag with an inflated price, but a whole web of high-end products that aren't really high-end at all. Now buckle up because this is where things are about to become a real wild ride. We're about to dig into where DealDash's products come from. So how do you know you're actually getting an amazing product if the bags you buy aren't Coach or Louis Vuitton or some kind of like big luxury house name? Well, you have to trust the producers. Galton Voicey, as discussed in a Consumer Reports article, is in charge of these high-end luxury brand products that will often go up for sale on DealDash. One of the brands is Bullvant for their handbags, but there's also Kamikoto Knives and Ava Cookware, A-A-V-A Cookware. These products have their own scandals too. Kamikoto Knives have been called a scam all over the internet with customers saying that even if they're good, they're not worth the luxury price point. It's not trash, but it's also not high-end. It's my opinion that this is a scam, Martin. Yeah. For legal reasons, I have to say. See this on a knife? There's just a piece of knife sticking out. Yeah, yeah, what the hell? I've you are seen. marketing as if it is from this, the, the, the knife heaven of knives, Japan. Do you think, do you think that a Michelin chef will use a budget steel knife? Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> honshu steel is not something. They put honshu steel on all the knives. And as for Galton Voicey, they're the private equity firm behind them. So who's their founder? Well, it's Marine Antikainen, who's the CEO of Bolvain. Bolvain, Bolvain, whatever. There's another red flag too. This isn't a luxury brand owner passionate about handbags, but an equity firm co-owner passionate about selling things that are advertised as luxury items. Oh, and one more red flag for you too, because another link. William Wolfram is listed as a chairman and investor of Galton Voicey. And who is he? Drum roll, please. Well, he's the owner of DealDash. That's right, the owner of DealDash is also the biggest principal investor and a chairman behind Galton Voicey, a company that's sole purpose seems to be creating luxury brands. And no, this is not disclosed in marketing materials. Galton has done a great job at making these brands seem very legit. After all, when you buy name brand, a part of you is paying for the name itself. Yeah, sure, we'd hope that the name is going to hold up longer than something you can get off the rack maybe at Walmart or a fast fashion site, but there is some element of paying for brand name recognition. And Galton has cultivated this. Quote, Galton Voicey's marketing team and growth hackers have done a great job promoting these brands with a combination of paid Facebook likes, reviews by vloggers and blogs that are either paid or provided based on free products, compelling brand videos, and standard SEO. After all, it's not that hard to build an aesthetic minimalist website that screams you can't afford this. And it's not that hard to pay for reviews either. According to FakeSpot, about 60% of the reviews on Kami Koto Knives and Barrel Shack are unreliable, as well as 20% for Bullvant. Those are massive numbers. That's not a review there and there, but literally dozens of them for each and every company. At the end of the day, absolutely none of the brands by Galton Voicey can really justify their price point. Life in Motion wrote a fantastic summary on the situation and said that their lack of history, reputation, and product quality all demonstrate that. And if you don't have those basic things, if you don't have reputation, product quality, good company history, whatever, then what are you left with? Well, in my opinion, nothing worth paying for, not at least luxury price tags, certainly not luxury. 
The high-end products you get on DealDash may be janky. As much as I'd really like to try and give some benefit of the doubt here and say that maybe Wolfram doesn't know about the poor quality, I really can't. He's a primary investor in Galton and the CEO of DealDash. If anyone should know, it would be him. And it's not as if these articles are all that hard to find. They've been around for about six plus years. So you can't tell me he's blissfully unaware of these controversies. Even if these products were high-end, the average person on DealDash still doesn't save money. Now, imagine that $2,900 bag someone spent $800 for, doesn't seem like it's even worth half that much, does it? You can probably find something handmade for cheaper, actually. The point is, DealDash and other penny auction sites aren't in it to bring you savings. They're in it for themselves. Not surprised, but I was still intrigued to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, and I hope you found that part interesting too. 